0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Give Me Five. You know, Give it's, me more turkey! Give me more stuffing! And give me more popcorn. Actually, that's not just a saying. I actually, I do have popcorn. Because I am... Oh, crinkle I, crinkle. I come ready for Give Me Five, Gary. I come ready! Chris Crinkle himself. Chris Crinkle... No, 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 no. We are living in Thanksgiving Almost, almost. Almost, almost. Now, I will I will be honest. When this episode release releases, it will be the first. But for our purposes, if we're pulling back the curtain, we're not on December 1st. They are, all right? So Amen. we have to hold ourselves <laughs> to a higher standard, Gary. We hold ourselves to a higher standard. And because of that, I'm going to let you take the first question, all right? Go oh. ahead.
1: Thank you. Well, this is honestly going to be your show because I've been watching a lot of comedy. Since you know pandemic, it's 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 helpful. I I love stand up. Been rewatching John Mulaney as he's on. Sorry, Dave Chappelle's got some good stuff. Oh, yeah. um, Chris Rock. There's just you know th- there's a lot of good stand up out there, and a lot of it is free. So I encourage you guys to go watch it if you haven't. Find who you like. Um My all-time favorite is Bill Burr. Fun fact, I love that guy. But Philip, I think that you're a pretty funny guy. And if you had your own Netflix stand-up comedy special, what would your your opening Part of your act be every comic has like the opening joke the the hook as they say what would your hook be
0: huh um it's funny that you should say bill burr i honestly i had never heard of him until i watched an episode of saturday night live and he had one of the funniest jokes i've ever seen to get away with um and it's so bad i it's it's so bad but i i i so i i want to pre preface, preface this this is his joke But um, he came up with the he came up with the joke, he said, and it's so bold. um, But he said, um, but yeah, Donald Trump getting COVID is like uh, Freddie Mercury getting AIDS. Nobody really questioned how they got it. It was just (laughs) it was just more of how it, you know, just, oh, what now? Or, oh, know.
1: that was um, that was a uh, Chapelle. Was think that Chappelle? Said, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, even yeah. better, even better. Great.
0: Yes, yes. But still, Bill Burr. Oh, he did the, he did the Karen jokes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Anyways, what would my opener be? So my opener would probably be, "Hello, ladies and gentlemen." Um, yeah. So, so we all know that you know, there's like different apps for everybody, right? So Facebook, that's for our, all of our parents and most likely their parents. We've got Twitter for about our crowd and <laughs> and for yeah, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter for everybody that's in our our age group and uh news. That's about it. And then of course we got TikTok for everybody who's down below and and below us and growing up and everybody who's our age who wants to be their age. I if I were an app, I'd be GoDaddy because you know, everybody likes GoDaddy. Everybody everybody you know, enjoys GoDaddy, like, and everybody kind of, like, looks forward to being like, oh, yeah, yeah, l- I can't wait to see GoDaddy, uh, you know, because, like, oh those commercials, they're funny, they find them funny, but the thing is, whenever you get to it, everybody's like, oh, so what is, what, you know, what, what does GoDaddy do? Nobody really knows. Nobody, nobody actually, like, goes out and says, oh, yeah, yeah um, GoDaddy, you know, just funny. I enjoy watching them when they come on, but what a... Go daddy. What are they actually I mean it's, so that that be that be my opening something along those lines. Of course I'd have a longer set, but that's about what I'd do.
1: Dude, I, a go daddy joke would land. You know what's funny? I I've worked with their CEO or in the, <laughs> the building that he works. No kidding. He owns a studio out in Scottsdale, Arizona. So keep that joke away from him.
0: Alright, yeah, no no no. I, I it's no it's no disservice to go daddy. I mean I I wouldn't pun myself, so there we go. It's,
1: it's good, it's it's timely, it's topical. <laughs> yes. I, I accept your joke.
0: Awesome, thank you, I appreciate that. So Gary, we just passed Thanksgiving, and one of my Thanksgiving traditions is to not eat every course and dish by itself, all cultured like. No. I put everything I like in the Thanksgiving feast in a delicious sandwich and gulp it down as I watch football. So you I have do that a,
1: on on Thanksgiving. On that, Thanksgiving, like, yeah, no, wow.
0: no, it's okay. it, we we make sandwiches from Thanksgiving on. So I have a few questions to see what kind of traditions you and your family partook in this holiday. In this edition of Stuff It or Sandwich, if you or your family did this, you sandwich it. If not, stuff it. You got it, Gary?
1: I I'm ninety. Or I'm probably seventy percent sure that I understand what's going on right okay. now. Okay,
0: wonderful, Look. wonderful. <laughs> so everything in your Thanksgiving feast. Was any of it store-bought? Not the ingredients, but was the entire voucher feast cooked in the household?
1: Um. Yes. Yeah. So you yep. sandwich
0: it. You sandwich it. You you're gonna you're gonna divulge oh. all that down. Yes. Yes, you
1: s- do. S- wait, it was cooked in the house. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. So yes, that's confirmation. Sandwich. Sir. Confirmation Good. is okay. sandwich. <laughs> okay. okay. Got you.
0: Got it. All right, good to know. Good to know. All right, was there an adult table and a kid table?
1: Ah, stuff it. We're all together.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Back, back in the day, there definitely was. Um, just it's just one table, man. We're all about equality, and honestly, we don't we we only have two kids. Okay. To what be a kids
0: table. Was there was the turkey cut at the main dining table?
1: Yes, uh, sandwich it, sandwich it, yeah Ooh, okay My my granddaddy loves the presentation of food So, <laughs> you know, he loves to He's a he, chef, he, right? He, yeah, even in his old age He loves to cut the turkey in front of everyone and Say, boom, look what I did Drop the mic, walk away, get his <laughs> wine, and chill
0: I love you, Grandpa Alright, was political talk avoided this Thanksgiving feast? Stuff it or sandwich it?
1: Sandwich it, totally avoided Good,
0: good, good, good That's good Wait. etiquette
1: we done good, even with family that FaceTimed in that are probably pretty opposite of us. It was civil, and it was nice. It was nice. It, it was sandwiched, yes.
0: Did en- Last one. Did anyone fall asleep and nap in a public space while guests slash family not living in the house were still present?
1: Stuff it. My my uh, older members of the family can stay up later than I could ever dream to. It's very weird.
0: Oh, wow. See, I, I even thought maybe... Maybe the the younger Boucher clan can maybe nap after the food comas, but no, no, okay.
1: Man, with with those doohiggies on their phones, (laughs) there there is no sleep. They're probably up till 2 in the morning.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Your turn, Gary
1: all right so we are still in the midst of one of the most wild and awesome nba off seasons i have ever had the blessing to experience okay i mean it's i mean you know i'm a big fan of tv but this is the best soap opera around man the nba season. i mean the the bogdanovich thing and phoenix and then detroit what the hell's going on there i know that this is a movie podcast but guys if you're into basketball you know what i'm saying but i i'm gonna make you a gm but you're gonna be a movie gm and you're going to be making some trades. Now, oh. I, I, have tasked, I have tasked you with making three trades for three different movies. It's going to improve each movie. So I want you to take a movie and trade actor for a different actor to make that movie better. I want you to take another movie and trade out the director for a different one to make it a better movie. And I want you to take a third movie and trade out the genre. If you could switch the genre of the movie to make it better, what would that
0: look like? Go. Okay, so for the first one, it's an actor for uh, to make a movie better, right? Yes. Uh, All right. All these, I can't imagine, are going to not be weird. But the first one, my first selection, is 51st Dates. And I'm going to swap out Adam Sandler with Robert Williams. Robin Williams, excuse me. But you're going to keep Drew Barrymore? I'm going to keep Drew Barrymore. You know, my my biggest gripe with Adam Sandler films is that I usually, outside of like three films, maybe, outside of three films, my... The worst part about Adam Sandler films are that Adam Sandler's in it. Like normally I'm like, "Oh, this is <laughs> this is a good movie." I just can visibly see Adam Sandler not give a single shit. So it just it So it, is it Adam Sandler your Chris Pratt? No, cuz I still I still enjoy him and I can find, you know, positives in him. You just hate Chris Pratt. Because he exists, I, I don't know. It's it's pretty dark. Um. So next one is director <laughs> for a film, right? I can hold talk up, hold up, hold up. I, I oh. have to
1: ask you. Ha, so I, how does Robin Williams m- make your team better?
0: Oh, because I feel like Robin Williams can still bring that comedy that we we want. I honestly, it was it was a date. It was a switch between him or Steve Carell. It could have been either one. Um. I Ooh, just I, I just, like both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, either one. I just think at this particular time when the movie came out, I think Steve wasn't wasn't as. Um, good on his dramatic chops. Um, mm-hmm. but anyways I will I would say that Robin Williams I think at this point especially he he was he was good enough to where he could pull off both the dramatic uh, necessary romantic involvement on this film as well as the comedic and I just I enjoy me some Robin Williams. so I mean I, I don't see this at all failing. I only see upside. it's like kind of like uh, it's kind of like Brandon Ingram being traded to the pelicans there's no there's no downside because yeah. you're kind of being forced to. But, you know, there's there's a potential. There's potential. There's a high ceiling. Killer analogy. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Next one would be director for a film, correct? Yes. So I'm going to (laughs) go. This is crazy. I'm going to go National Treasure. And I'm going to swap out that director for Quentin Tarantino.
1: I love this pick. That movie is indubitably
0: better now. It's just so, it's so, it's so just average. Like, that's almost the average film, I feel like. And it's got Nicolas Cage. I feel like somebody held a Nicolas Cage back, and I say release him. Release him and give him some content. Uncage him. Uncage him, absolutely. Quentin Tarantino, there's one thing he can do, he can uncage the wildest of us. So that's I'm going to cool, go,
1: man. My, my first thought for that movie might be like pick Spielberg, but Tarantino. I mean, if, if you were to do an NBA analogy, wh- what team came in and just tore up the playoffs? Nobody saw coming or maybe it's like, it's like a college basketball thing. Th- that is a Cinderella team movie right there. Oh, that's if uh, Qu- you want to go
0: even just recent. like that's the Miami heat, just taking it from nowhere. Oh, and just going Oh, that's all the way. great.
1: That is the 2019, 2020 Miami heat of movies right there. I absolutely, love it. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And, and Jimmy Butler is Nicolas Cage. Yes. Exhausted or is he from, <laughs> I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, last one would be switching a film for a genre to make it better. Correct? Mm, yes. Yes. Oh, again, this is going to be weird. This is going to be weird, people. But just just have a little faith. Have a little faith and have a little open mind. We're going to go Quantum Solace, easily the worst of the James Bond films that have been out with Daniel Craig. Agreed. And we're going to switch it to a. We're going to switch it to a rom com. And I know what you're thinking. What in the hell? But I, I, do you not remember the harsh criticism that we all bestowed upon Thor Ragnarok, and just how much we thought that that movie was gonna suck? How can you possibly do this? How dare you? But you know what? I think if somebody was so bold, if t- 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 uh, I, I'm gonna mispronounce his name. I'm horrible with names, but if taiki, Taika ta- Taika Waititi, if he if he were to ta- take ta- Taika Waititi. Hi, taika waikiki if he Wait- were titi <laughs> waititi yeah there, you go. there we go see it's already a romantic comedy i'm already in love with you uh if we were to get to <laughs> if we were to get quantum Sol- solace just any ounce of more entertainment out of it i think it's a better film and i think it still works i think it still works i think it has honestly the, yeah the foundation to work
1: having one james bond film where they they, they hire taika or they hire some that look man just go have fun with it romantic comedy I, I think that Daniel Craig can pull it off. That dude's hilarious. I he saw is. Knives Out. He's he great.
0: Is. He was in that one with uh, Channing Tatum, and he was absolutely hilarious. I forget what it was called. But Logan was, Lucky. Logan yeah. Lucky, yeah. absolutely. Went. Yeah, he's he's great. Speaking of Steven Spielberg. All right. Gary, last week, Netflix has removed The Chappelle Show from its available viewing. At Dave, did? At Dave Chappelle's request. Yes, they did. Uh. Yes, Chappelle cited his reasoning because Viacom slash CBS didn't pay him for licensing his own show. Uh, what is the most work you've ever done for the least amount of money?
1: Okay, so first of all, he made that joke on his SNL uh, yes, intro. Did. I was like, what is he talking about? Wow, I actually was just watching that a few weeks ago. That sucks. Um. Okay, so outside of the fact that I made a documentary for a documentary filmmaking class that was the most ridiculous amount of work i've ever put into anything it was like backbreaking and i wanted to die um (laughs) i was in in the same vein hired um for an organization called the union for reform judaism to and, and they're a great organization but i was hired to basically um work with junior hires and make a documentary project about this after school program that they were doing where they would go to an old folks home and um do activities with them and stuff along along those lines and wrangling those 30 junior hires who are all wonderful kids, but they are 12, 13, 14 years old. Wrangling (laughs) them, trying to get them to pick roles for a film, trying to keep everybody happy, and then deal with the higher-ups of this organization that really wanted this, this project to look good because all the little chapters around the country were doing projects I had like my boss's boss breathing down my neck Tammy I hope you don't listen to this because you were awesome it's just uh, th- there was a lot of pressure on me and I was like 19 I didn't know what the hell I was doing I, I literally <laughs> had no idea what I was doing um, and it was really stressful and I probably got paid a stipend of like 500 bucks or something and, and I went there like two times a week for a few months and I did a whole presentation at this gala and it ended up being okay but it was very stressful
0: Okay. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. That definitely sounds it. Cause I would have. I would have harped on you had you picked the college course. Cause at least you're getting an education. You know. Yeah. And,
1: and that documentary was a cool experience. I got to be the mayor of Phoenix and stuff. But it was also like ridiculously hard. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, there's this PSA that's going around about this this family of 15, I believe, that um, hosted a little super spreader event in their home mm. because of COVID. And they're basically, excuse me, coming out and saying, um, you know, don't get together if you're going to avoid it, wear masks, what have you. And they are advocating against super spreader events, trying to raise awareness for super spreaders. So I kept thinking about that word spread, <laughs> spread, <laughs> spread. And you know what? I've got a Philip Amarine game for you. Here's my Philip transition. I've got some facts about peanut butter, my favorite spread.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Come on. You got to give me that. That was, that that was, was a great...
0: I laugh Great I laugh not at the I mean uh, god my my heart's with the people that you know super spreader event but it's just it's knowing where you're going with it like knowing that uh, what where 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 is this ridiculousness going is what makes me laugh so yes thank you I, Yes,
1: yes. I, I didn't mean to see to say spread so many times like that, but really what I'm talking about guys is peanut butter. So I've got some, some fast facts about peanut butter. I'm gonna play a little game, see if you can get the majority of these right. All right. It's a classic Gimme Five game with the classic Philip transition. Alright, so first fact by law, anything labeled as peanut butter in the US must be, is it ninety percent made of peanuts, thirty percent made of peanuts, or fifty percent made of peanuts?
0: I would hope fifty percent. Fifty percent.
1: Is that your final answer? Yeah. Good news. Uh, you're wrong because it's ninety percent. So thankfully, oh. guys, anything in the U.S. labeled as peanut butter is ninety percent made from peanuts. So that's good. Y- you would think it would be thirty because that's where we're at.
0: Yeah. No. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. I was. I was being generous with fifty. Good. Good. Good.
1: So uh, according to a 2016 study, the average American will eat almost three thousand of these in their lifetime. Is it? 3,000 jars of peanut butter, 3,000 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, or 3,000 Reese's peanut butter
0: cups. Hmm. I'd imagine that Reese's peanut butter cups would be skewed by Halloween. I think peanut butter and jelly. I. (sighs) Wow. Because it kind of depends on, do you think that, I think if you eat enough, Peanut butter and jellies, you still would not eat as many peanut butter jars. I'm gonna go with peanut butter jars. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer.
1: Ooh, it was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Dang. The average American eats 3,000 of these in their lifetime, which doesn't seem like that many, weirdly, but that is a lot. I've probably eaten upwards of a thousand in my lifetime, I'd say.
0: I'd imagine that it gets capped, like in the highest. Point is the younger you are, and then after a point, you know, because yeah. it's just like anything. I I can't imagine a lot of fifty-three-year-olds eat ramen yeah. as much as I do. But
1: uh. yeah, after high school, I mean, that was like my go-to, like you know, basketball on the road snack was <laughs> yeah. was PB and J. I had to pack like three of those. Um, but yeah, next one: two U.S. presidents were peanut farmers before they became president. I'm gonna give you five presidents, see if you can pick out what two they were. We have. Teddy Roosevelt, Jimmy Carter, William Henry Harrison, George Washington, and Thomas Jefferson.
0: Oh, I know Washington had slaves and farms. I don't know if they were peanuts. And I know Jefferson had slaves too, but I don't think he was a farmer. Because I don't think he was in Virginia. So I I know it's Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter's somewhat renowned for being... This just quaint little peanut farmer. Can I uh, tell you something?
1: Yeah. yeah, that's your one, one for one right there. Jimmy Carter is one of them.
0: Yeah, ah, oh, I'm gonna be so mad if it's if it's George Washington, but I'm gonna go Harding. I believe William Henry Harding.
1: William Henry Harrison. Is that your final or answer? Him too. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry, man. The second one is Thomas
0: Jefferson. Ah, there we go. I knew they both had slaves. I just. I didn't recall if if Jefferson had had plants, crops. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You,
1: I mean, tobacco, peanuts. Who the hell knows what those guys were planting? Uh, blew well, a little bit of everything. Certainly. Probably
0: weed. Who You never even you never know. Maybe maybe that's the the stinky side. All right, Gary, yeah. this podcast oh, will... Wait, oh, wait, oh, wait. I've, oh, oh.
1: I've got uh, one more quick question I am so for sorry. You. I am no, so no, sorry. I'm stepping good, on your man. spread. Uh, th- th- this is the most important one. Okay, good. Elvis, Elvis Presley's favorite sandwich... He was a sandwich lover, but this was his favorite sandwich. It was reported as, was it? Peanut butter and jelly? Nope. Yep. Peanut butter banana? Yep. Peanut butter? Peanut butter and butter or peanut butter and honey?
0: Uh, it was peanut butter. I want to say it's peanut butter and banana, but I want to say that it was also grilled. Like it was uh it was pan uh what is it? Pan like it was almost like a grilled cheese. It was grilled. It was grilled cheese but with peanut butter and banana.
1: My friend, you are correct. You have redeemed yourself. You know more about Elvis Presley's diet habits than you have any right to.
0: I know. Good job. I and, and I I believe he dropped a plate of it when he was on the, the pooper as he died. When he died? Yeah. Oh.
1: Nice. That's uh well not nice, but that's kinda <laughs> <of> interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, my grandma is a big Presley fan, so I happen to know a bit about the, the King more so Good. than I I should uh gary <laughs> this podcast uh as i have mentioned before will be released the first of december and i so enjoyed this game last time that i'm putting it back in i call it the did you uh, did you miss this release i will give you five films and <laughs> i want you to tell me if it did indeed release on december 1st first. oh this one's gonna be even
1: harder yeah let's yeah
0: yeah i know are you ready
1: I'm ready, dude. Don't give me eight Jim Carrey movies this
0: time. All right. No, there's no theme this time. There's no theme. Armageddon. Did Armageddon release on December 1st?
1: Oh, man. I was thinking Independence Day. No, I'm going to pay it
0: as a summer movie. I'm going to
1: say no, it did not.
0: No, it did not. You are correct. You are one for one. Here we go. Catch me if you can. That Uh, December 1st.
1: That does seem like a december movie so yeah i'll say december 1st
0: and you are one and one now no ah. uh, catch me if you can did not release december 1st um uh, next the shape of water
1: Ooh, that was actually my top movie of i think it was 2018 um i got a lot of flack for that but i stand by the pick maybe i need to rewatch it um no closer to christmas
0: Shape of Water did release in 2017 to two theaters. I believe it was for uh, contention. Two
1: theaters on December 1st.
0: On December 1st ah. in 2017. Oh, you're one and two, my friend. Next oh, one.
1: Jeez, you know, even it out here.
0: Bad Boys 2. Did Bad Boys 2 get released on December 1st? No. This man, he is two and two. This will determine, Gary. Woo! This will determine. Whether or not you have a winning week this week, are you ready? Let's do
1: it. Let's do it. Let's do it.
0: Anaconda.
1: Wow. 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 Wow.
0: Did that release Sc- on December first?
1: It absolutely did. Screw it. Why? Why not? It's a Christmas movie. It's let's just, let's it'd it
0: just—it'd be so weird for me to pull Anaconda, right? Like that—that's just why it would be. Um, but unfortunately, you have a losing week this week. Uh, um, the Anaconda, your Anaconda don't. So that's all we got. Your turn, Gary. Yeah.
1: That's tricky. Okay, so lots of great news about the COVID vaccine. Uh, it seems like it's speeding up, and hopefully, we should have it sooner rather than later. Uh, it's very exciting because I'm honestly trying to go out and have a beer with you, man. You know, in, in the real world, I don't know how to hug people anymore, or how to interact. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: All right, if you start hugging my shoes or something, we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have problems.
1: What do you want me to just throw the shoes away that you left at my house? <laughs> like some weirdo? No, I'm going to
0: hug those. You're going to hug them and tenderly love them as if they were your own. So, I get it. Exactly.
1: So, it, you know, vaccines are obviously for all things medical diseases and the whatnot. But if you could vaccinate yourself t- to be immune to one first world problem, <laughs> if, you could, if you could just get rid of one minor annoying thing with the vaccine forever, what would that thing be?
0: Oh. <sighs> Man, so many rise to the to the top. Dishes. Um, moving. I've mentioned that before. Ooh,
1: that's a good one.
0: Ah, uh, But you know what? I think you know what I think I'm gonna go with, and it's so weird, but I just keep on having that problem and and it's so annoying when it when it springs up in my life because of the bed. The bed that I currently sleep on is not my own. I, I left my bed and and California my parents have graciously bestowed me with a bed it's fine but the only reason why I bring it up is one of the corners for the love of God will not stop slipping off it's not all three of them it's just one of them and the sheet just keeps on slipping off so that way by the time I wake up like my face is directly on the mattress and being a a bit of a germaphobe that I am and being a bit of a jeweler as I am, it just it adds a unfortunate combo to my life that is quite stressful to wake up to. So I'm going to go with just just maybe some some combo of bed, whether it just be like just just stay on until I don't need you on. That would be the, the vaccine. You know, bring it in. Bring That's it in. Awesome. Here. I love right. that. I love it. Gary, I read a compelling piece by BuzzFeed that made a strong case why Fox's The Masked Singer deserves the fame and popularity it currently holds, residing as number one on multiple streams of ratings it encompasses, showcasing the heart of the show, the comedy found, and the comeback trails blazed by some of the masked celebrities. With that being said, excuse me, with that being said, what is something in this world that everyone loves but irritates the hell out of you? Because I hate this show, yet everyone, everyone in my family loves it and I don't understand it. So, what irritates the hell out of you that everybody else loves?
1: So, there's so many singing shows now. I don't. Is that the one where they're like, is he good or bad? And they look at someone and they're like, is he a good singer or a bad singer? Is that. Is it The Masked Singer? I don't even
0: know, man. No, from what I can gather, because it... it, There's so many reasons why I hate this show. One of the the biggest reasons that... Pop off, pop off. The biggest reason that the show is horrible is that it is absolutely pointless. And I don't mean that to just derive it. I actually mean to its core, it's pointless. Now, I get what you're saying. Well, Philip, all television shows are pointless. Actually, no. Because even <laughs> even if we were to go at least with Dancing with the Stars, at least say it's somewhat merit-based, right? I mean, you still have votes and everything, but usually, usually most people agree with the winners, right? Or at least the top three, whatever it is. This one, it's not even about being the best singer, right? It's about just being somebody that the, the audience wants to keep around or the judges. On top of that, on top of that they don't win they just win a trophy it's and it's celebrities already right so it's already celebrities oh it is yeah it's all celebrities and that's why it's the masked singer they are guessing who is this masked singer who is singing in front of us but we don't know who they are so they don't win anything all they win is a trophy Two, they don't win anything meaning why don't they give it to charity like if they were to at least compete for like charity, like to be like the winner each week or whatever gets 10 grand to a charity of your choice. Alrighty then, I'm with you. Cause at least that makes sense and that adds competitiveness to it. But as it currently is formatted, they are just doodling around just for for whatever purpose that they all want to serve, just to guess who it is, just to be like, "Oh, Sarah Palin is on this." Why is Sarah Palin on this? Because somebody wanted to hear her sing "Baby Got Back." It's so annoying.
1: Is that is that a real thing that happened on this show?
0: Sarah Palin really was on the show. I believe she rapped something. I want to say it's "Baby Got Back." I'm like 85% oh, sure it oh is. Oh my god! It's what? it's utterly ridiculous. Where are utterly we as ridiculous.
1: a nation? Where are we as a society? Man? Man, that's, that's awful. I, and to uh, all
0: my family members listening who avidly are shaking their head against me right now, I stand by it, I say. I stand by it.
1: Hear ye, hear ye. Man, so that that was a speech. And honestly, let me say, for, for mine, I think that there's other people who probably feel the way that I do, but I can see it changing. My thing, and this is kind of a gimme, is, is movie talkers. But oh, yeah, not yeah. not like just comments or, you know, if you're watching at home, that's one thing. And obviously we haven't been to movie theaters a long time, but I've noticed over my past 15 years of being an avid moviegoer, it has increased. And I think because of phones, mm. people are so into having conversations or being on their phones at the movie theater. It, I can't go see like a newly released movie because I get so pissed off. Like it, I, I have to pick out times of day to go see a blockbuster where there's not going to be a bunch of teenagers there. Oh, because, you're becoming
0: a snob, Gary. We love it. I know. It's
1: not straight up. I mean, if we're going to go to the theater.
0: Hey, I agree. We, I'm with it's you, like, man, man.
1: It's just so annoying. It's 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 just right. Okay, if, if you want to talk at home, that's one thing. It's a home experience. I mean, that bothers me too, but it's whatever because that, that's more normal. Being in the movie theater and all the chit-chat that's happening to the point where it's now it's like crazy. It's it's really But That's why I actually go to the Alamo Drafthouse. I don't even know if it's going to be in business anymore, but it's a the theater that kicks you out for talking. It's an hour away from me, but it's a fantastic theater. And I started doing that because I, I just couldn't go see new movies because there would be a bunch of 16-year-olds talking and doing whatever 16-year-olds do. I don't know. It's, I, it's, I, I could not. I, the last thing I went to go see was Little Women in February, uh-huh. and a group of, like, 20, 15-year-olds came in and watched it and just, like, snickered and tell jokes all the time. I was like, fam, do you know what Little Women is? Get out of the theater. Get out. <laughs> ruin the movie for me bro it's a great movie Florence too. Sorry. Pugh would be upset upset yeah. at Pugh <laughs> she would sick Zach Braff on you man All Right, His 45 no year worst old fates. bones no yeah. alright your turn my friend <laughs> so I recently read about well, I've been watching this show called Money Heist oh my gosh wow. on really? Netflix it's it's awesome. All it's right. um, it's insane, um, but it's, it's pretty cool. And then I, I read about a, a real heist that happened in Buenos Aires in 2006. It's considered the the greatest crime that almost was. There's just amazing infographics video on YouTube about it, or there's this great long article in GQ. I want to write the script about it because it's awesome. And this, this team of bank robbers pulled off this perfect heist in this massive bank in Argentina and got away with it, except... One of the robbers cheated on his wife and like bragged about it, and so she ratted him out to the cops, and the whole thing fell apart. So it's the greatest crime that never was. but I want to hear if if you were gonna pull off your perfect crime, what would it be?
0: Hmm. Well, first of all, I just wanted to confirm money heist it demands subtitles, correct yes it's 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 a Spanish show. That's yeah. what I thought because I, I keep I remember I keep seeing it, but then every time i I click on it. and I'm like, ah, I, I just sometimes I need background noise, and then sometimes I'm actually fine with watching.
1: You've got to be really dialed in because it's all in a f- and it's like a very intricate crime stuff. Right. So you got to really pay step attention. By yeah, step.
0: yeah, I, I figured as much. I just didn't have the brain power or time to commit to it. Anyways, hmm. Well, if I had a if I had a heist, what I think I would do. Oh. I, cause there's there's two ways to go, right? There's creating a crew and then hitting the same heist just over and over again. You know, hit every outback steakhouse possible and rob them of all their, of all their brown bread. Why would a, you not? That's great. Why would you not? Or, or you just pull the one heist and retire off of it for the rest of your life. In theory, never ends that way. But, there. That's why there are sequels. Um, I think I'd be more of the one and done. And as much as I hate to say it, I I probably. I probably would... So, I'd probably go to a Little Caesars after Super Bowl night, or maybe even election night, because they were both pretty comparable from what I hear, and uh, get a crew, have, it, have them do it for me, kind of do the background, hire a crew. Be the have man them, in the chair, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, like, have them in a limo being brought in, and then that way they never see me. And then once they finally make the drop... Uh... I would have them disposed of, so that way I'm the only person left, and I trust myself to not rat out myself. That's how I'd do it.
1: Wait, so so you're robbing a a pizza joint like a little seizure so of all the money that they've made on like a busy night?
0: Yes, sir, and and some crazy bread because and and the good. crazy
1: bread, yeah, and, and you're murdering your your co-conspirators.
0: I I said get disposed of. Maybe, hey, maybe, maybe. um... Maybe they're they're taking a trip down to Aruba. We yeah. don't know. Either you'll move away to a different country and burn your face off, or
1: I'll kill your whole family. That's Philip. Um, maybe not whole family, but
0: at least them and their. Well, in their you're place. not
1: actually gonna do it, but you gotta strike the. F- maybe you just take a finger
0: of like a wife, you know. Oh wow, but, that's yeah. true. That's true. I mean, it's better than everything else. All right, I've thought I've thought this out, man. All right. Uh, my last one. My last one. Finally, the NFL recently released their NFL semi-finalists for the Hall of Fame. And this oh. Hall of Fame is widely regarded as the toughest hall, hall to be enshrined in, uh, more so than NBA, possibly MLB, certainly hockey. So, Gary, <laughs> I am, I'm giving you the gavel, and I will give you three choices for a Hall of Fame, and I want you to give me which one will make it forward to enshrinement. You ready? It's a lot of responsibility here. Let's do, let's do it. All right, first one. Turkey, tuna, or meatball? Which one makes the sub hall of fame? There can only be one. Turkey, tuna, or meatball? 100% tuna. Wow, wow, that's a strong that's a strong enshrinement right there. Yes, it's I have a been. Smelly enshrinement, but.
1: I've been vegetarian for like ten months now. I've never liked turkey. Uh, meatballs are good, but tuna. I've almost broken being vegetarian because I love tuna. Great protein, <laughs> and you can make it taste good too.
0: All right, all right. So first one to go is Tuna. Um, yeah, all right. Next one would be Barbie, Slinky, or Rubber Duck. Which one makes the Toy Hall of Fame? Barbie, Slinky, or Rubber Duck?
1: The, the Toy Hall of Fame. So I, I have to take into consideration their illustrious careers. Absolutely. Look, Slinky is simple yet elegant. Um, rubber Duck is a cultural icon, but Barbie ushered in a revolution. In terms of groundbreaking, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go Barbie. All right, Barbie. For, for better for worse. Even though it destroyed our young women's uh, sense of self and it probably caused a lot of mental health issues, uh, you can't you know discount its importance.
0: Absolutely. So the underdog rises to the top at a minus two and a half on the one to the line. Steve, we got that. Steve, got it. <laughs> All right, uh, next one. Louis Vuitton, Wrangler, or Gucci, which one makes the fashion hall of fame, Gary? Louis Wrangler, Vuitton, Wrangler, oh, geez. Wrangler, or Gucci?
1: I was like, so you've got two high-end fashion and then a, a Jeep model. Okay, um, <laughs> I don't know a lot about either. Uh, any of this stuff, I get my clothes really cheap. I, I I'm an old man. I'm a dad already. Um, <laughs> though through my following of the NBA, I think i it's got to come down between Louis Vuitton and Gucci. Um, uh, Gucci is more of a of a of a word that people say. People don't say, "Oh, that's so Vuitton," but they will say, "That's Gucci." So I'm
0: gonna go Gucci. Gucci, Gucci again. Gucci, Gucci, the underdog right there. I put Wrangler in just, just for a twist of flavor. Um, next one. Burgers, hot dogs, or ribs? Burgers. Wh- <laughs> which Easy. one makes the grilling Hall That's of fame? My
1: all-time favorite food is a good frickin' burger. And now with the amazing gains that we've made in fake beef, I can still enjoy a good burger. So burgers 100%. Though burgers. ribs, ribs a close second for ribs sure. Hot dogs, right. just okay.
0: Just okay, absolutely. Finally, Monopoly. Checkers or Clue, which one makes the board game Hall of Fame? Gotta be checkers. Checkers! Wow, you're going with the OG, huh?
1: Yeah, it's 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 the simplicity, but also you can get really good at it, or you can just play it for fun with like your your kid,
0: and it's still great. It, it gets the job done
1: in a lot yeah. of different scenarios. Yeah.
0: Actually, here's an extra. Finally, if you're interested, "You'll Always Be My Baby," "We Belong Together," or "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Which one makes the Mariah Carey Songs Hall of Fame?
1: All I want for Christmas is you.
0: All I want for Christmas is you too, baby. We're moving on to December, Gary. December. woo Uh, We have um, a plethora, as uh, they would say in Three Amigos, a plethora of uh, Christmas films of which to go through. You know what I've heard, and and this is... We'll we'll have to discuss off-air on what we're going to watch, but... I think one thing that we're going to have to going to have to enjoy this uh, this Christmas and holiday season is Dash and Lily. I've been hearing a lot of buzz about it, man.
1: Wait, about what?
0: It's, it's a Netflix special released called Dash and Lily. What is that? It's uh I'm well, we'll this. talk about it off air. Oh won't we? boy. Oh boy. Yes. Oh, Open boy. it up like a present. All right. Uh yes, thank you so much for listening for remember remember the Gary of November. <laughs> And I'm Philip Amrine. Thank you so much. Continue to subscribe and continue to listen. Make sure to listen to more Gimme Fives and, of course, more episodes coming out this week. Thank you so much.